All right, you two. What'd the leper say to the sex worker? <laughs> what? Keep the tip. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Murder and Mystery in the South. Once again, I am Justin Case. I am Ella Blue. And I am Slick Rick. And we are here to tell you about all the happenings down south. Be mm-hmm. it murder, be it paranormal, whatever you can think of, we're going to share it. <laughs> I have scrounged and scrounged trying to find some good stories for us, though. So. And she's found plenty, so y'all stick around. What are we going to talk about today, Ella? Today we're going to talk about Tulsa in the 1920s and what was called the Black Wall Street Massacre. Ah, another dark one. Yes. So, buckle buckle up. up. It's going to be rough. All right. Well, let's get into it. Okay. On May 30th, 1921, a 19-year-old shoe shiner, Dick Rowland, needed to take a bathroom break. But because he was black, there was only one restroom in the white side of Tulsa that he was allowed to use. Dick made his way to the Drexel building on 3rd and Main. The restroom was on the third floor, so Dick made his way to the elevator run by a white lady named Sarah Page. It's believed that as he was stepping into the elevator, Dick tripped and automatically threw his hands out to catch himself. Dick's hand caught Sarah's dress and tore it. Obviously, this scared Sarah and she screamed. This scared Dick enough that he ran. A white store owner heard Sarah scream, and he called the police, telling them Dick had attacked her. The police arrested Dick the next day. It's 1921. Yes. The Tulsa Tribune put the report on the front page with the headline, Nabbed Negro for Attacking Girl in an Elevator. And this was the event that led up to the Tulsa Massacre. Back then, nobody asked questions. Exactly. Early 1921, Tulsa was considered a modern city. It wasn't. (laughs) I guess at the time. It had a population of more than 100,000, although it was highly segregated. Most of the city's 10,000 African-American residents lived in what is called the Greenwood District. This neighborhood was home to two newspapers, several churches, a library, and scores of black-owned businesses. Greenwood was considered one of the most affluent African-American communities in the United States in the early part of the 20th century. Before the massacre, Greenwood thrived as the epicenter of African-American business and culture, earning the nickname Black Wall Street. Greenwood had a railroad running through it that separated the black and white communities, and a self-reliant black economy came to be not only by desire, but by logistics. It was said that every dollar spent there changed hands about 19 times before it left the community. It wasn't long until this caught the attention of some local white residents who were jealous. They said that the blacks didn't deserve that. Idiots. Idiots, idiots. Yeah. So dumb. I get that it was a different time. But still, it doesn't make it okay. It's still ignorant. Yes. Like we said a couple of episodes back, you know. That's why we tell these stories, so keep the past in the present so we can learn from our mistakes. Those that don't remember the past are doomed to repeat it. True story. Yep. 
So the summer of 1919 saw an outbreak of anti-black riots and lynching across major cities, including Tulsa. Black-owned paper, the Tulsa Star, encouraged black residents to take up arms and show up at courthouses and jails to make sure African Americans on trial were not taken and killed by white lynch mobs. And defend themselves. Those lynch mobs were not only going after African Americans, though. August 1920 saw the lynching of a white teenager who was accused of murder. Newspaper reported little was done by the police to protect him. It's just the mob mentality. <clears throat> they were in a frenzy. The day after the incident with Roland and Page, the Tulsa Tribune, the city's afternoon daily newspaper, reported that Roland, who had been picked up by police, had attempted to rape Page. No, oh, good Lord. Moreover, according to eyewitnesses, the Tribune also published a no, a now lost editorial about the incident titled, To Lynch Negro Tonight. By early evening, there was, once again, lynch talk on the streets of Tulsa. Mm -hmm. Talk soon turned to action. By 7.30 p.m., hundreds of whites had gathered outside the Tulsa County Courthouse, demanding that the authorities hand over Dick Rowland, but the sheriff refused. At about, yeah. At about nine, after reports of the dire conditions downtown reached Greenwood, a group of approximately 25 armed African-American men, many of them World War I veterans, went down to the courthouse and offered their services to the authorities to help protect Roland. The sheriff, however, turned them down, and the men returned to Greenwood. Stunned and then enraged, members of the white mom, mob then tried to break into the National Guard armory but were turned away by a handful of local guardsmen. At about 10 p.m., a false rumor hit Greenwood that whites were storming the courthouse, this time a second contingent of African-American men, perhaps 75 in number, went back to the courthouse and offered their services to the authorities. You can see the tension. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just building and getting worse and worse. Right. But once again, they were turned down. As they were leaving, a white man tried to disarm a black veteran and a shot was fired. This is when the riot began. That's when it started. After Everybody was primed. It was a powder keg at that point. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. After shots were fired and chaos broke out, the outnumbered group of black men retreated to Greenwood. Over the next several hours, groups of white Tulsans, some of whom were deputized and given weapons by city officials, committed numerous acts of violence against black people including shooting an arm, unarmed man in a movie theater. Hmm. The false belief that a large-scale insurrection among black Tulsans was underway, including reinforcements from nearby towns and cities with large African-American populations, fueled the growing hysteria. Yeah, the rumor mill was just churning it out as fast as they could. Mm -hmm. As dawn broke on June 1st, thousands of white citizens poured into the Greenwood District, looting and burning homes and businesses over an area of 35 city blocks. That's why mobs are so dangerous. Yeah. yeah. There's no logic anymore. No. Everybody is just feeding off each other. Firefighters who arrived to help put out fires later testified that rioters had threatened them with guns and forced them to leave. According to a later Red Cross estimate, uh, almost 1,300 houses were burned. Mm-hmm. 215 others were looted but not torched. Two newspapers, a school, a library, a hospital, churches, hotels, stores, 
and many other black-owned businesses were among the buildings destroyed or damaged by fire. For no reason. For no reason. no reason. By the time the National Guard arrived and the governor, who was J.B.A. Robertson, had declared martial law shortly before noon, the riot had effectively ended. Though guardsmen helped put out fires, they also imprisoned many black Tulsans, and by June 2nd, some 6,000 people were under armed guard at the local fairgrounds. The Oklahoma Bureau of Vital Statistics officially recorded 36 dead. Hmm. A 2001 state commission examination of events was able to confirm 36 dead, 26 black, and 10 white. However, historians estimate the death toll may have been as high as 300. Well, still could have been so much worse. Yeah. For decades, there were no public ceremonies, memorials, or anything for the dead, or any efforts to commemorate the events of May 31st through June 1st, 1921. Instead, there was a deliberate effort to cover them up. The Tulsa Tribune removed the front-page story of May 31st that sparked the chaos from its bound volumes. And scholars later discovered that police and state militia archives about the riot were missing as well. That's what we do when we're ashamed. Mm -hmm. As a result, until recently, the Tulsa Race Massacre was rarely mentioned in history books, taught in schools, or even talked about. Again, those that don't remember the past. Destined to repeat it. Scholars began to delve deeper into the story of the riot in the 70s after its 50th anniversary had passed. And in 1996, on the riot's 75th anniversary, a service was held at the Mount Zion Baptist Church, which riders had burned to the ground, and a memorial was placed in the front of the Greenwood Cultural Center. Good. The following year, after an official state government commission was created to investigate the Tulsa race riot, scientists and historians began looking into long-ago stories, including numerous victims buried in unmarked graves. In 2001, the report of the Race Riot Commission concluded that between 100 and 300 people were killed and more than 8,000 people were made homeless over 18 hours in 1921. For absolutely no reason. That's garbage, man. Absolute garbage. Because a man called the police to report that a black boy raped a white girl just because he tripped. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that was... A, I would hate to be that boy. I mean, I'd, I'm so graceful. I'd trip over air. I couldn't imagine. <laughs> yeah, you can't walk up no. the stairs. But it's ridiculous, man. I Literally one wrong step. Yeah, and I can't tell you how and many times... the community is on fire. I mean, think about it. The day that... I fell backwards in here and about brought you down with me. But that just goes to show the media was able to churn out all this BS. Then everybody got up in arms on both sides. And the next thing you know, you have devastation like this for no reason. Yeah. We've seen the same thing here in recent times. Mm -hmm. The media gets everybody riled up. And then you have a few people maybe even going out for the right reasons. And the next thing you know, that mob forms. Yeah. And they're burning down businesses and looting and all this craziness. 
Not because they care about what's going on. It's just simply an excuse to be destructive. Yep. And that's exactly what you had here. Just because I think a lot of it too was um, a lot of the, the white residents were not as financially stable oh. as some of them mm -mm. that were in the Greenwood District. Mm -hmm. And they were jealous. Oh, yeah. Whatever drives it. But once you get that mob going, forget about it. Yeah. Snowball effect. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> so, well, let that be another lesson. Yeah. Stop trying to erase stuff from the history books mm -hmm. so we can stop making the same mistakes. And don't overreact to media. Just because you hear it doesn't mean that's what happened. Exactly. <laughs> Do your research. Don't just listen to... A news station or read an article that's it if you want to do your research and then off the evidence you found from said research extensive research if you want to be upset about it then whatever. be upset but yeah there's things to be upset about the knee-jerk reaction bullshit in today's media is absolutely ridiculous and there's ways to go about doing things besides violence yeah well you see these mobs they get going and the next thing you know they're destroying the livelihood of the people they claim to be mm -hmm. protecting. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't make any sense. You know, oh, you, you care so much about me and what's going on, but you're going to burn down my business? Yeah. Destroy my livelihood? And that's just once the mob gets rolling, there's no, there's no brain behind it. Yeah. It's anger. Sheer emotion. Calm is in control, people. Remember that. All right. Well, that was depressing. <laughs> it is depressing, but like I said, I think these stories, they need to be told. They do. They, do. they need they to be do. remembered. Yes, so that we don't repeat the same Absolutely. issues. And you see what's happening as they continue to try to erase history. Mm -hmm. The same stupid crap is rearing its ugly head, and I think it's on purpose. I do, too. Mm -hmm. So... All right, that's it. That's enough of that. But dark that one. is solely our opinions. That is, that and is. you are free to have your own. All right. Well, once again, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, hope you take something away from that, and we'll see you next time. Y'all come back now.